Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I am your host, Angie Huser. It is that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Let's get started. I am so excited to be back here and you can see this is not my normal background if you are watching me on YouTube. Um, I am actually traveling. I got um, a chance to get away and escape the, um, the heat of Phoenix to go to the heat of Las Vegas. However, it has been actually rainy. Um, so today's a great day. I've been just in today doing my own thing as my husband is at his conference here in the hotel and we are just off the strip. We're actually in Summerlin. And so I'm excited to be here. I'm so grateful to get the opportunity to do this. And um, I am happy to have you here and listening to my podcast. For those of you new, welcome. Thank you for joining us. And I hope that you will like and subscribe and share with your friends. Um, I am an above knee amputee. As you, if you're watching, you can see um, in the video, you can see my leg. I've got the craziest setup here. I've got a couple chairs, my computer, all my travel gear, and I am holding onto my microphone because I do not have any place to put it. I wanted to do this outdoors because we have a beautiful view of a waterfall uh, right up against our patio here. And uh, I tried, <laughs> and the background noise was way too loud. There's no way you would have heard anything but So I am doing this right inside with the view outside. So if you are watching, you can see where I'm at. And I'm kind of intrigued because I have palm trees and pine trees right behind me with pine cones in them. So it's a very unique mixture of plants. And I wanted to talk to you, you know, for those of you that are new, like I said, I'm above knee amputee. I was, I elected that surgery um, three and a half years ago. Um, three, it'll be four years in December. And, um, I love to travel. I travel with my husband, my family all the time. Um, but it is definitely a different ball game when you're an amputee. And I told my husband today that this shower is by far the worst shower I've ever had to be in as an amputee. Um, it, they use the slickest, non-porous, shiny tile for the floor of a shower with no mats, no bath mats, no nothing. And they're, you know, I'm on crutches. I can't take my leg into the shower. So it's one leg and crutches to get in over the, like the edge. And then to get all the way over to the water valve and a, thank God a ledge that I could sit on. Um, it's like four, four steps <laughs> when you're an amputee and you have one leg, that's four jumps. And if it's wet and it's slippery, you're not jumping. So I, we figured it out. You get creative we end up putting a towel down and let it soak up all the water. It's a very weird feeling to put a towel on a wet shower floor near the drain or on the drain, but that's what we had to do. So if you want to travel and you're an amputee, it can be done, but you really need to be prepared to think outside the box. So this week, for those of you that are new, and I hope that you will um, stick stick with this and take a listen and hopefully love and share and subscribe um, to my podcast, um, the more the merrier. And if I can help just one person each time I get on, um, then I've done my job. Uh, what I wanted to do and what I set out to do just for my own heart 
and what I believe I owe uh, for everything I've gone through and the fortunate ability to do what I do and the travel I do and the sports I do and, and how I've gotten myself uh, back in the game, so to speak. Um, I want to use what I've gone through to help others realize their own dreams and to live their best life. So if you're joining me for the first time, thank you. And um, what you will find out for me is um, my footage is raw. Um, I am not going to spend time as a mom and a wife. I am not spending the time editing every time I say so or um. So try not to do that. But uh, it is real. It is from the heart. And it is one take. I don't like to retake. So you, this is me. You get me the way I am. This week, what I thought I would talk about is PMA. And if you don't know what that is, it is positive mental attitude. And I would like to think that that's how I approach my day-to-day -day life. Um, of course, not every day is the same, and there are bad days. I mean, everybody has them. I'm no different than you when it comes to having a bad day or a day where just things don't feel right or I'm more in pain or uncomfortable or whatever or things just aren't going right with family or friends or whatever. It just happens. We have bad days. But for the majority of the time, I'd like to think that I have a positive attitude and it lifts me up and it I'm hoping will lift other people up because I tend to smile a lot and I hope that I'm friendly if you see me um, unless I'm preoccupied or with somebody else. Um, I'm pretty much a personal person. I love making conversations and I have to say that one of the biggest joys I have since I've become an amputee, and yeah, there is joy. There is joy. You can find joy. It, it's a choice. Um, is all the different people that I have met. Um, I love it. I love when kids point and tell their parents to look. Um, I love hearing parents go, don't point, that's rude. <laughs> And I love people that will just come up and ask, A, did I serve in the Army? No, I did not serve. Um, I lost my leg from a karate accident and many surgeries and arthrofibrosis and a blood clot. And so it was a choice to better my life, and it's exactly what it did. But I bring to you this week um, that, you know, back in Arizona, it's, um, you know, it's been, we've had, our heat cranked up this past week and it was probably 105 and I had just gotten out of my car and I always love the looks I get because I pull up in my Jeep I do have a handicap sign that I use occasionally depending on how I feel and needless to say there are several people that will look at me thinking really handicap I mean you could just see it on their face so I'm kind of smug I get out and as soon as I see my leg you can see kind of almost the shame go across their face like I probably shouldn't have thought what I thought and and so I just smile and and you know what nine times out of ten a conversation starts well this week was no different I had gone it was um I guess it was sun Saturday I was going to the store and I got out of my car and I saw a gentleman trying to get into his car and he was in a wheelchair well he's in a, one of the scooters and I didn't think anything of it, and I finally, there was just something gnawing on me, and it said, you know, are you okay? Do you need help? And um, 
that's all it took. The next thing I, I know, I, I kind of really took a look. He was also an amputee but did not have a prosthetic. And we talked out in that heat. Literally, I was sweating through my shirt by the time we were done. Probably 45 minutes in the parking lot on the cement in 105. And it was enlightening because, you know, a lot of the things that I will tell you guys I go through, I push through. I push through a lot of pain. I pushed through phantom pain. I pushed through um, chafing, raw marks, blisters. I mean, you name it, I've gotten it. And I'm not talking the first month or two of getting a prosthetic. I'm talking like last night I noticed that I had some blisters on the back of my leg that had broken and they were drying up. And yesterday I was pinching way up here up high where my uh, socket rubs. And if I'm sweating or it moves just the right way and it's off just a little bit, then I will rub a new raw mark. And um, that's always fun. And so, um, you know, I always say, you know, I push through it, but I also do tell you that you need to know your own body. And, um, you know, people will tell you, typical, I think, prosthetists will tell you that when you first get a prosthetic, you should put it on for a couple hours a day and work up to it. And you probably can guess that that is not what I did. My prosthetic, the assistant, knowing my attitude, my spunk, and my decision to do the amputation and to want to live a better life, he just said, sometimes you just got to do it. You just got to push through the pain and suck it up. And that's, ex <laughs> that's exactly what I did. My, um, right after I got it, the next day we went to California. I had had no training in it. Um, I was waiting to get on the PT schedule for when we got back from California and I've never been in so much pain in my life like the bruising because I was walking wrong like I hadn't figured out how to ignite the knee on an electric knee um, by using my hip I was pushing through with my femur and I was banging at the top and through my femur it was so bruised that we'd be walking around town well I wasn't going to carry it and then have crutches so I wore it and wore it and wore it for hours on end the first week it was excruciating when I take it off at night I was so relieved but then the next morning the bruising deep bruising was still there and I have to put my leg back on and I would almost cry because I didn't want to and then it would kind of go numb and then I'd get through it again and I that was my first week of using it went to see my P my PT and he goes well this is why this is happening and he told me to do one thing I don't remember what exactly it was but tweaked my gait and even though I was still bruised I went oh yeah that is so much better and then you know it took a couple days for the bruising to go away by walking correctly and letting it heal by walking correctly but still on and you know what since that day I've never looked back um, I literally wear my leg from the moment I get up, which is usually like six until I go to bed. And that could be anywhere from 10 to 12 at night. It never comes off. If I'm really, really hurting, I might sit down and take a break, but I will never take it off. Sometimes I'll adjust it by pressing on my valve and pulling my leg out just a little and readjusting, but I don't take it off. So I had this conversation with this gentleman and, you know, I realized that everyone's in their own position and it's really good for us to see the frustration levels. This is a person, and I know there's many of you out there, but I'm going to speak to this, this personality. This person has always lived on the edge, always wanted to do everything, um, is an older gentleman and has a struggle with his good leg. And I know there are a couple of you I've talked to that 
your good leg is vulnerable. And I get it. I mean, sometimes when my knee starts to hurt, I have to pull back on my lifting schedule because I can't blow out my knee. I mean, I only have one and they didn't fare so well with my amputee side. That's why I'm an amputee because it didn't work. The surgeries didn't work. And so, you know, you, being careful of what you say, but this person, I just, I felt it. They, they want to live a really full life. They want to be able to wear their prosthetic. They want to do the things they want to do. And I said, you know what? Anything is possible. Yes, you need to listen to your doctors, but you also need to be careful of what they're feeding you. I had one doctor who I thought might be a candidate for doing my amputation, literally walk in, give me the up and down look and said, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. You're better off the way you are. And I was I mean, that was like a gut punch because I was nervous already about it. I had a hard time even saying the word amputation. And I was looking for some reassurance or something. And this guy took it to the other degree. This is a doctor, mind you, telling you I will never walk again. If you don't know me, I surf, I ski, I bike, I hike, I walk, I try to run. It's not very good. I go lifting. I do bike. I mean, I do it all. There's nothing that I cannot do, or at least will try to do. I jump rope one one leg, or with my prosthetic on, which is a little bit harder, but I do. You know, so when people say you can't, I question it. You need to know the difference between doing something that you know you can, and doing something that literally is medically um, gonna hurt you. Okay, so there is a difference and you need to know, but don't always believe everything a doctor tells you because some doctors are just playing it safe because if they know if they tell you to go for it, it could come back and bite them in the butt. So you need to know that. But your attitude, even if you are wheelchair ridden, you cannot tell me that you can't live a full life. The problem is, is we get stuck in the rut of what we can't do that we forget the things that we can do. And that is a mind shift. And what I always talk about is the mindset. If you believe you can, then you will. And maybe it won't be to the nth degree that you wanted it to be, but it still can happen for you. Yes, I ski. Do I ski as well as I did with two legs? No. But am I proud that I get on one ski and outriggers and can still go down the mountain with my kids? Heck yeah. So if I were to go in saying, well, I'm not skiing like I used to, well, that is a disappointment, but I've never been disappointed because I'm so proud of what I've been able to accomplish when people thought I couldn't, when, when even my family thought it may not be what you think. No, it's not. And nothing is normal anymore, but Am I living everything I want to? Am I doing the things I want to do? One of the things that killed me when I was laid up for the five years is five seasons of skiing with my boys as they were growing up. And I would watch my husband and the boys go up on the chairlift and they'd wave back at me and I would literally sit there with tears in my eyes dripping down my face all alone at the base knowing that now for a couple hours I wouldn't even get to see my kids like being epic on a mountain. And I thought at that point in time, I, I may never, ever see that again. When I decided to amputate, 
the first thing I told myself was, this is your first goal. In April, when they go on their ski trip, you're going with and you're skiing no matter what. And that is when I learned what outriggers were. I learned that it's a lot of work and it's like the best muscle workout for my quads ever. But I'll tell you what, I got a picture on day two where they finally put me up instead of a tow rope for children learning how to ski because that's where I learned the first day how to mon- like to ski with outriggers. The second day I went out, we went on the chairlift all the way to the top. And I'll tell you what, it brought me to tears. Oof, I can even feel it right now. Being at the top of the mountain with my family and getting a snapshot that I never thought would ever happen again. And it's because I set goals and I said, no matter what, this is how I'm going to do it. Even if it doesn't look beautiful, and it didn't, I was still there. And I was present and I felt the greatest joy of my life. So PMA positive mental attitude, your mindset. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What can you do within reason? And if the way you hoped it would be isn't the way it's going to be, what can you do to change the way you're thinking about it to make your life awesome? As I always tell people that are like, I can't do this, I can't do that. I said, well, yeah, you know what? In In my world, in my faith is everything. If God hasn't taken you from this world, then you still have something to do. And what is it you're supposed to do? And so if you're wheelchair bound and you want to live your life, figure out what you can do to impact the world for the best. Because you have something. You all have something willing and ready to give to the world where you're at right now. Doesn't matter if you are, you know, not feeling your best or you are out of shape or you're in a wheelchair or your prosthetics not fitting right or your back hurts what can you do that is the thing we start we we stop doing we stop thinking of the cans and we see everything we can't do and and a lot of you have kids and I know that you would never tell your kid to think negatively you never would I don't know one of my friends who has children or young adults that says, well, you know, you can't do that. And no, you shouldn't do that. Or you, you aren't able to do that. You sit there and go, what can you do? Come on, you can do this. I know you can. Put your heart to it. Let's do it. Yeah, if your kid's struggling in school, you can do it. You just need to put a little more work into it and then you will succeed. No one goes around telling their kid, well, you're not doing well in school. I guess you're going to fail. You might as well just drop out. Okay. Oh, you're not the star player on the team. Well, you might as well quit. You know what? That's, that's not going to help them in society. That's not going to help them be good adults or, or positive um, energy givers. So, you know, that's, that's where that PMA comes from. And I was raised with that. My dad would say PMA all the time. You know, positive mental attitude will get you so far in life. And it will change the way you're thinking about your situation. And we are all going through something. I, I guarantee you there is not one person, even if they look amazing on social media and look so happy on social media, there isn't one person that doesn't have something dark in their head or their heart that is weighing them down. Something that makes them worry, anxious, nervous, frustrated, angry. We're not, we're not, we know nobody gets through life unscathed. No. And, and day to day happens. 
So someone might have a great day or even a great hour and they post about it. That's awesome. But what about the other 23 hours of the day or the next week or last week? So positive mental attitude can flip that switch. If you choose the right path, if you choose in your heart, in your mind to say, I'm going to see what's positive, I'm going to see what I can do, then it will amaze you on the things that you will all of a sudden be able to accomplish. And baby steps. Yeah, I didn't just go right out and ski with two legs. And you know what, quite frankly, I don't want to ever put my prosthetic on to ski because it's just dead weight. <laughs> you know, I have, I mean, I can't even imagine trying to keep my ski in place with my other ski on a leg that I have no control except up my hip because I'm above knee. I don't even have a knee. I can't guide anything. So my hip does it all. You know, I'm strong, but I'm not that strong. So you know what? That's okay. And right now, then my goal is I'm, I'm getting up. Great. I would try not to fall because falling sucks on one leg. Trying to get back up with one leg is really hard on a snow, um, on a snowy mountain. It is really hard. So, you know, my goal is to just get through it and get down to the bottom of the mountain and sweat a lot and feel like my muscles are ready to just scream at me. And then I know I've done good. Well, I like to close out. And yeah, I'm going to cut this short just because it's harder. I'm here. My, I know my husband's going to be coming home soon from his conference until he goes off to dinner. So I'm going to end. I always end with a call to action. And I think this one's really, really going to be important and impactful. For the call to action today, I really think you need to write somewhere in a notebook or on a post-it note the, the letters P-M-A and put them like on your, your mirror in your bathroom the place that you go every morning, every evening, some place that you will see every morning and every evening, put PMA, positive mental attitude. One, you want to remember what this world is about for you. Like it can be anything you want. The possibilities truly are endless if you have the right mental attitude, if you are positive. No, it's not going to mean you're going to succeed at everything. But it's, it gives you a better than great chance of, of succeeding. So why not start there? It's the easiest thing you can do is to change your attitude. That doesn't take anything but your mental strength. Change your attitude. Then what I want you to do is I want you to think about something you've always wanted to do within reason and start figuring out what the baby steps are to achieve that. And what an adapted version of that looks like. So if you were a skier um, and you're in a wheelchair, maybe that's not exactly what you're going to be seeing is, is standing up and swooshing back and forth. But did you know that they have um, mono skis? That's a ski that uh, people that maybe don't have legs, one leg missing like me, or if you're paralyzed, you can sit in and you can actually ski. So you get to be on the mountain, in the snow, shushing back and forth and hanging with your friends, your family, whatever. Isn't that better than pouting about not being able to ski ever again? So those are the things I'm talking about. What can you do, even if you have to adapt it just a little bit? You know, maybe you want to do housework and you can't because you're laid up. Well, maybe just buy it, get a house cleaner at that point. That's what I would do. Actually, that's what I went through for quite a while there because I could not stand because I had to have my leg elevated. 
but you know what I'm saying and I make jokes because you know what if you can't laugh at what's going on in life then you're going to cry and crying can be good once in a blue moon to cleanse your body but you don't want to be doing that every day positive mental attitude right positive mental attitude and start to take actions I always talk about goal setting and goal setting is so so important because without a goal we let the next day go right have you ever been one of those people that says well I'm going to start doing this tomorrow and then tomorrow comes you have this 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 and this happen and you're like okay I didn't get to it maybe tomorrow I've done that and I hate that because I always have a great excuse why I didn't start I was busy with this I was busy with that but if I write it down and hold myself accountable because it's in writing or better yet tell someone what your goal is and they will hold you accountable find someone that's gonna be like hey how's that going and you know what you're gonna be fine that you're don't want to embarrass yourself by saying oh yeah I didn't start it yet or I didn't do it or you know I I made excuses so that's what you kind of want to be doing and you want to be thinking about um, so anyways, as I wrap this up, I want to tell you that it has been fantastic being back here from cloudy Las Vegas, and I hope you're doing well, and I pray that you have a great week, and as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.